you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to just briefly inform you guys that for the next two weeks, there won't be any new episodes. I know guys, I am so, so sorry, but I am going to take that time to go on a much needed vacation. I am going to Alaska. So if you follow me on social media, I will be posting videos and pictures on there. I'm actually hoping to see something strange in the sky. But just in case I don't see anything in the sky, then I suppose the beauty of Alaska will have to do. (laughs) I'm looking forward to breathing that fresh air and connecting with nature on that side of the world. But please don't be disappointed. I will be back with brand new episodes. And so to help make it up to you guys, we have a very special episode today. I am so excited to inform you guys that I'm going to be joined by Frankie and Tish, who are co-hosts from the You Didn't Ask podcast. It's a podcast where they talk about everything paranormal and spooky. And just to give you guys a little sneak peek, some of their episodes include Life After, Ouija Time, and Don't Invite It In. But guys, they've got great chemistry, good vibes, They're hilarious. And what else can I say? Bottom line, they're awesome. But the day before, they invited me to go ghost hunting with them. It was my first time. And I gotta say, I had such a great time. It it really was a blast. So I decided to bring them on today because I wanted to talk about and share with you guys a little bit about that experience. So without further ado, please welcome Frankie and Tish. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Hello. It's <laughs> so am. cool being on your podcast this time. It's thank beautiful over here. <laughs> I know. And th- thank you guys for coming on such short notice, too. It was like one day, you know, before the next. I'm like, can you guys come on? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything for you. Totally. Yes, yes. So how are you guys? Super tired. <laughs> How's <laughs> Vegas treating you? I know we've been here since Wednesday, so um, we're doing good. It's it's been a great time. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the highlight of it all. So <laughs> you guys partied like rock stars. Well, we're kind Trying of old to, to yeah. party like rock stars. Old so we party like we party like old rock stars. You know what? Say less. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? <laughs> right. Yes. I guess no one needs to know that. Yeah. My corns are hurting. <laughs> so yeah. So yesterday we went on a paranormal investigation and we went to vintage Vegas antique shop. And so I kind of just wanted to have a casual conversation with you guys about that. Mm-hmm. But um before we get started, I want to know. What got you guys started in paranormal investigations? 
<laughs> I always laugh when people ask this question because <laughs> it was like we had no idea. Yeah, we were gonna go this way. No, I mean, even with all of our background and and having uh, experience with spirits since like coming out of the womb, um, mm-hmm. never ever in our lives did we think that we'd be. Well, actually, Tish kind of had this desire when she was <laughs> yeah, young. But I was in middle school, and I remember telling my teacher that I wanted to be a parapsychologist, and she just kind of laughed. Really? She's like, "That's not a real job." <laughs> like, yes, it <laughs> is. I know. <laughs> like now that as an adult I'm finding yes it was and I was just like but I'm like I had the interest already to be in in that that field and I just it just took me a a while just roundabout right yeah because we always had interest I was always into ghosts and then macabre Mm -hmm. and dark and I was kind of the 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 freak I guess that stood out because I liked all that (laughs) stuff but honestly we started this podcast as like you know, we have experience having been single moms and we have experience mm-hmm. working in education. And we're like, we should just do a podcast that literally is like our opinions on anything and everything. Yeah. And um, so, but we had made the choice to start our very first episode on our paranormal experiences. And then after that, everyone's like, this is what we want. <laughs> so we went down yeah. that path mm-hmm. and then we kept saying, well, you we won't become you know, ghost hunters. We're not going to do that. We're not going to oh, do it. But like, well, naturally, I was it ready. Just, yeah, <laughs> naturally, it just went that way. Yeah, I think we just started getting pushed into like, not not push, that's the wrong word for it. But as we were doing like, encouraged, yeah, like prompted. Yeah. And also like, as we're doing research, and as we're finding out stuff, people are coming up to us with questions and, and stories and locations. Uh, I think awesome. we kind of felt obligated to in a yeah. way like we're telling all of our experiences but we need to give more to the audience you know like we need to be able to give them examples we need to be able to answer their questions yes to, yeah. and the more investigating we started doing and as far as like the paranormal went like you know being able to answer their questions and we're like dude the next yeah because people are coming is to gonna us be... for help like it was like, kind of yeah. like a calling then yeah. like yeah. you guys had to do it, was it. like, like you, divine you didn't choose it it chose you right? exactly that's what we say <laughs> yes yep. that's awesome so tell me a little bit about um your paranormal experiences what has been like the absolute like most I guess I would say yeah. impressionable experience that you've mm-hmm. had uh, as far as us ghost hunting or in general, uh, in general, in general, mm. in general, like for me, like as, as a child, just having, um, being oh, like fully awake and things being like interactive, like doorbells. And even like when we were younger, um, because we're playing with a Ouija board, unsupervised mm-hmm. children, like, here you go for your birthday, go ahead and have fun type of thing. Um, so weird a lot of weird stuff was happening in the house like the again the doorbell was ringing in the middle of the night and oh weird so we i got up my brother's up my mom gets up she's all mad and we go follow her because we're scared and we we you know we didn't tell her like we were playing with a ouija board and we got all mad <gasps> oh and all she didn't stuff. know no and she's she's a non-believer in all this kind of stuff huh interesting <laughs> so she goes to the door and nobody's there and she closed the door and she's getting upset because she got woken up and it goes off again and we're all there. And all at this point, we're like, you know, freaking out and crying and stuff like that in the background. And she rips it out of the wall and it goes out off again. Uh oh. So, <laughs> so, like, so, like, how long, like, how long did this go on for? Um, a couple weeks because my aunt had, she came in and she was, had a, to do a cleansing. Yeah. She yeah. did a, a, a cleansing with holy water and all that stuff. Like, then we got like a whole, like, you know talking to but even like um we had it like i'm dating myself with a game genie and the cursor (laughs) and stuff like that and the cursor was moving in the figure eight just like the ouija board was because we had Mm -hmm. we were scared of it at this point 
So other people being in the room, seeing stuff like that, um, a lot of sounds running up and down the hallway. So like for me, it was that experience with like the whole Ouija board and what I should not have done. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, for me, I have a million ghost stories, but honestly, being uh, having grown up in a Mexican household with a Mexican family that always just, like I said, out the womb, we knew that ghosts existed and that there were magical, mystical things about, and it mm-hmm. was just the way I was raised. So, I mean, I felt like I was destined to go this way. It was kind of like a natural thing then. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so let me ask you, so with the Ouija board, you guys still use it. So that experience <laughs> that you had. That was funny too. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's something that like for me, ever since those experiences, I've like learned to respect it and be scared of it. And then like never touched it since. we both have never touched a ouija board in years like i think the last the first and last time i think i played with one was probably when i was like 17 she mm-hmm. had that experience as a child we said when we did this like we are never using a ouija board never mm-hmm. ever ever but then again like you can't never say never mm-hmm. right. and the more um we started to learn about how not everything is evil. Not everything is demonic. We started to learn about protection. Mm -hmm. We started to learn about respecting spirit, respecting, um, our tools and that kind of stuff. And we kind of just were like, you want to just on a whim. I think we were with, um, two, I think we were with the two guys in our crew, um, and our, our hubbies. Mm -hmm. And we were just kind of like, ah, let's just try it. And we had had a cool experience. So we're like, let's do a couple more times. And, and we had had, like I said, we had intended it to to bring it and forgot, but yeah. So (laughs) I don't know that it's going to be a a tool that we use regularly. Right. And, um, especially if we have a negative experience, right. But it's definitely adds, uh, entertainment value and it's been fun thus far. Okay. So like you're, you're just open, you're neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I think. And I think too, the fact that they've been handmade by us with like positive intention. Oh, that is and, so cool. And they look cool. Like, yeah, they you look guys have cool. to we send me a them. picture of it. I, I want to yeah. see it. Yeah, we sell them. Um, I don't know if we have them up on the website yet, um, but if we don't, we'll post pictures, them soon. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely send you pictures, but um, we have really large ones and then we also make um, small resin ones, but it's just about, we tell everyone because they're like, you know, how do you not get creeped out? And we're like, it's all about the intention that I think goes into it. Like mm-hmm. we know yes. what we and, felt and when we made it. We also describe yes. it like they're functional art pieces. They're really meant to be like display and like something that you put on the wall maybe, but then you can also use it if you wanted to. Right. Right. And I mean, yeah, you guys know how I feel about Ouija boards. I don't think they are like something that you play with. I think it's something Mm -hmm. that you use. It's a tool that you use to communicate with the other side, to communicate, you know, with other dimensions, Mm -hmm. with your higher self even. Um, And yes, the intention that you go, you know, forward with it does matter. So Mm -hmm. if you're afraid, I feel like you're going to get that negative experience. Yeah. And if you're neutral about it, if you're open, if you come at it with like love and positivity, I think you can have like a super great experience with it. Yeah. Yeah, And I think I, when we watch other people use Ouija boards too, um, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that they don't open them and close them. Oh, and they don't cleanse them and they don't, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's one of the things that we're really careful about too, is that we open it, we close it, we cleanse it, and we always uh, share our intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys have to, it sounds like you guys have done your research on it. So that's awesome. That's great. I applaud you for that. (laughs) Well, we'll see if we keep using them. We'll we'll see. (laughs) We'll see see what happens. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> little like double fist, a planchet on each hand, and oh I don't man, know. <laughs> who gets the message first? And you know what? To be honest, I've never used one. I've never. I've been curious about it, and I've always wanted to. Hey, um, you go on a ghost hunt with us again, and maybe we'll have to whip one out. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Because the experiences that we had yesterday were were wild. At least on my end, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of activity here. But so speaking on that. What, um, how did you guys come across that place, the vintage Vegas antique shop? So because we're, we're doing the ghost hunting thing now, um, everyone is always sending us information and always telling us, oh, try Mm -hmm. this place, try that place, check this out. So it was just one of those ones that someone sent our way and we kind of did some research and we said, Hey, you know, let's, let's go check it out. I mean, it was that simple. That was awesome. No, it's awesome because I got to see like the whole behind the scenes things, like when you guys were setting everything up and all the tools that you guys use. So, I mean, if you don't mind, would you like to share what kind of tools that you guys um, you guys used or which one actually which one was your favorite? I was just going to say my favorite. <laughs> I feel like was... I'm reading your mind a lot recently. Yeah, I know you are. It's like every I can't even think it before you're asking. Um, So the the my favorite actually, and this is so silly, too, is now the Ouija board but we didn't get to use it this time so I'd say my second favorite is definitely the spirit box absolutely um you know with being able to I mean we communicate anyway we get EVP so we had an audio recorder which we'll have to go back and listen Mm -hmm. um and see if we picked anything up but I like the spirit box because with my ADHD it's like instant gratification (laughs) um you get to actually hear spirit in real time and so that's really cool I mean I enjoy that at at least when you're there yeah I think for me that it's a spirit box uh, just because like we've tried different things and that was like the first First, like really interactive like that's where we were getting hits and like when you hear the evps there's something about hearing that response or that voice for me that like it just lingers with you and like the whole creepiness at the same time like validation <laughs> yes so. i you know what i enjoyed the spirit box as well i found that the the noise it makes is kind of soothing i know it's weird <laughs> to say i know you can sing that i think it's the white noise right <laughs> yeah i think it is a white noise it's just the way that it skips and it like searches through different channels mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's soothing. But I don't know. <laughs> when you <laughs> when I first heard it, you know, it was kind of creepy because if you're not used to hearing that sound, and you know, I guess it depends on the environment as well. I suppose it it can be kind of creepy. But if you know that you're in a safe, you know, safe place, I was gonna say mm-hmm. safe spot, safe place at the same time, <laughs> safe spot, safe place, then um, yeah, it's kind of soothing. I enjoyed it, and I, I do, I do like that. Like you said, instant gratification of being able to hear that spirit communicate with you in real time yeah, yeah. and you kind of I mean, confirm I, you know yeah I have to tell you it is pretty creepy though when you go home after and you're reviewing all the footage <laughs> and you hear voices yeah that's pretty cool at the time too but as far as like actually physically being in the hunt like it would have to be the uh, spirit box yeah and so when you guys go home and review the the audio what has been like the creepiest thing that you guys have found what have you what oh have my you gosh heard? we've heard so much when we hunted the brookdale lodge um the emf detector turned off or something like it was on it was just sitting there no one touched it and i was like the emf detector yeah, turned off and then all of a sudden you hear a voice in the background that says because i turned it off <gasps> so no. that is cool to review afterward and it's like learning the whole experience and like what's to happen like a lot of gear malfunctions when you're on the scene and like you, at first you're like what's wrong what am i doing wrong and then you f- realize later that there's things that are tapping into that energy 
So it was like, it wasn't us. It. <laughs> yeah. We keep thinking, God, why do our batteries die so quick? And right. why do our cameras turn off on their own after five minutes of recording? And, and why, you know, and we've tested the equipment over and over and over again, but we still keep having these malfunctions. And then we've learned that, you know, the energy draws from it. So that happens quite a bit. <laughs> I can say I definitely witnessed that yesterday when we were trying to set up, we were in that little bar area mm-hmm. and you were trying to like fix the lighting. We kept setting it to like red yes. kept changing after you mm-hmm. like just set it and it was yep. fine. But as soon as we wanted to record, like changed and then <laughs> little cat balls kept setting off. Yep. <laughs> so for those of you uh, who don't know what cat balls are, um, they are, I guess, it's I actually guess. a cat toy. It's yeah, yeah, literally it's cat a cat toy. <laughs> and it's a little it's a little ball that you can see through and inside it has like little like LED lights or something mm-hmm. and you push a button on the top and it turns it on and then you set it down and and literally these things do not set off they're Unless meant for your cat you to like physically slap touch around. it. Yeah. yeah. You can't kind of like shake around it. It's not motion censored. It's you have to physically touch it in order for the lights to start flashing. Yeah. That that was kind of that was cool, actually. That that was and, a confirmation for me. I'm like, oh, something's here. Yeah, for us, we were we were talking about it after we left, like because that is the most like cabal activity we've ever had yes. in one location mm-hmm. at one time. I mean, really? literally, they started going off from setup to breakdown. So like that was <laughs> just amazing. It just goes to show, like, you know, all of the attachments definitely to the antiques, but I don't know if also to the building and or our energy just in the room. Energy. Right. Like we were if maybe we we're... brought anything with us, which Tish and I sometimes tend to believe that yeah, we're we do have <laughs> we do have guys... stuff with us. <laughs> so yeah. I was gonna ask you, did you guys have any strange dreams from last night or anything like um, that? I didn't last night. I did leading I did the night before um oh. some weird ghost ghosty dreams and I was thinking to myself because the ghost uh followed us out of there in my dream Mm -hmm. so I was like I gotta remember to use some uh, protection we gotta not that we forget or anything but you know make sure to do the Palo Santo and prepare ourselves beforehand because the dream was just like I'm like is this uh telling us what's gonna happen or is this me just like freaking out in my head (laughs) and so what are some do's and don'ts when you go ghost hunting well, don't be a jerk. That's for one. Like you <laughs> definitely need to go in this space and be respectful and um, like set your intention, uh, introduce yourself. These are all the do's like make like you're walking into someone's space. So like, again, if you're going to be knocking on the door and someone's walking you in, you want to make sure that you're kind and friendly. Yeah, right? it's so. exactly. I, I think people don't realize, and I know we touched a bit on this last night when we were talking is that people don't realize that if you're talking to a human spirit, that's someone that used to be living. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. still a person. So you're not just going to wander in their space and be a total asshat. Like you need to, <laughs> you know, communicate with them like you would if you wandered into someone else's home or came to visit someone. You're not just going to come in and not say hello mm-hmm. and not introduce right. yourself like Tish said. So that's definitely a do. Um, always, we always see at the end of our podcast, if you're going to be apparently act paranormally active always <laughs> use protection right so protection <laughs> protection is in the way of um a lot of things so whether it be prayer meditation mm-hmm. uh exactly. just right, you know, exactly yeah. and, and then we and also lips. sage and we palo santo and then we use protection oil and um that kind of stuff too and a good thing that you brought up yesterday that i was like oh yeah that does make sense frankie was that you said you don't want to talk to you know, these spirits, like they're a baby, like 
hey, can you please touch this? Like, you know, use your yes. baby voice. That yeah. was a good point. That Because so we true. hear that a lot too. People are like, touch the cat ball. Touch the-. I'm like, dude, like, seriously? <laughs> like, just talk to them. Be like, hey, this is here for you to interact with. If you feel like touching it to conf- help us confirm that you're here with us, great. If you don't, we're not going to pressure you kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. just like you would anyone else. I'd be like, hey, do this for us now. Touch it, touch it, you know? <laughs> so no that's, that's true that's definitely if, a don't don't that were talk me, to them like they're babies yeah if that were me I'd probably just like roll my eyes and just walk away I'm like nope yeah, yeah I was I, gonna but now I'm not <laughs> yeah I feel like I wouldn't interact on purpose like mm-hmm. d- definitely right. it's not someone or that you want to interact with like go leave you know yeah what I mean? oh yeah yeah so the don'ts that's a don't another like Frank or Tish said uh don't be a jerk which is true um you don't want to ever like antagonize because again your intention so if you come in um like a jerk then you're probably going to be treated like a jerk exactly. if you come in positive and offering um uh, positivity then you're probably going to get positivity in return which fortunately that has been the norm for us yeah, and i think it's because really of lucky. our intention yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's either luck like we're on 100 sprees you know, <laughs> yeah 100 spree of luck or like it's it's really the way that we uh, enter this space and I, I think it's the latter yeah I, I feel it's a good um that you one thing that I, I enjoyed that you guys did was that you took your time you entered the space you introduced mm-hmm. yourselves or ourselves and you kind of just absorbed the moment so you were kind of feeling out the energy, putting your energy out there in a way, per se, um, just to kind of familiarize yourself with the space. Yeah. Well, is- imagine too, like you're you're dead mm-hmm. and people are wandering into your space all the time and you can't communicate with them and they can't communicate with you. Like how frustrating would that be? And especially if you don't know that you're dead and it's all so weird and people are just coming in there and no one's taking the time to explain anything to you and maybe you're frightened. So coming in and sitting down and just absorbing the space and letting them know that it's safe, I think also helps us Mm -hmm. a lot um, to get those, uh, I guess, uh, interactions fairly quickly because we've been lucky in that way too. Absolutely. I think- Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think too, like a, a, a big don't um, too, is to come in with like certain expectations or to try to fit um, what experience you're having with as it being absolute or that you know what it actually is. You always have to keep an open mind. So even if you hear something or something moves in front of you, mm-hmm. try to logically explain it before you jump on. It's like, complete paranormal activity okay so kind of be skeptic yeah that's really important yeah we we are very i think we said this before too in some of our episodes is that we're probably the biggest skeptics um (laughs) and we'll try to like disprove anything because Mm -hmm. we want it to be like the most real and authentic experience not only for us but for our listeners and Mm -hmm. and you know if things can be explained away it's not as believable you know mm-hmm. right and- no it's absolutely I think that's a very healthy balance to have because I was surprised at myself I'm, I mean I'm usually the first one to like I want to believe right but mm-hmm. going in there I'm like all right let's just go see you know let's just go in with a neutral mindset don't have any expectations mm-hmm. if you feel something you feel it if you don't you don't you can't force an experience either yeah right yeah so that that was pretty no it was cool so you know going back to like the spirit box and um one of the methods that you guys have, i forgot what you guys called it but it was the, the one where you method sorry 
the Estes method. Yes, the Estes blindfold. method. Mm-hmm. Yes, the blindfold. So I wanted to, I guess, share with you guys when I put on those noise canceling headphones, mm-hmm. I had, I wasn't expecting to have such an overwhelming experience. Yeah. I and have to tell you, I felt really bad after that. Like I, I felt like we didn't prepare you enough. Oh, it was kind of no. just like, do this. And then like, <laughs> didn't say, Hey, it's going to probably affect you emotionally yeah. the very first time that you do it. Or that you're going to have heightened <laughs> awareness yeah. in one of your senses. <laughs> we know moving forward now to prepare people a little bit better. So. <laughs> Sorry that you, you were the guinea pig on that. <laughs> even if you wouldn't, even if you would have done all of that, you know, going off of my personality, I'm very impulsive. I would have probably, you know, just done it anyway, like just jumped right into it. But no, I, it was overwhelming. And one of the things that I kind of started to feel that fear creeping in a little bit was when you said that they called my name. Mm-hmm. And not only did they call it once, they called it twice. Yeah. So, you know, and I had to like retrain myself and like kind of reprogram my brain and be like, no, 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 don't fear. Like kind of remind myself not to have any judgment towards that. And just let it be kind of just be neutral about it. Because it's kind of spooky when like, you know, you know, you did introduce yourself that your name is being said. (laughs) So like they're focusing on me. You're like, this is 100% towards me. This is, yeah. Although I do have to say that, you know, Tish and I both thought last night that you are who they wanted to talk to. Mm -hmm. For sure. We felt, I mean, it was very, um, like they were aware that you are aware. So... Mm -hmm. They wanted to have that tie and um, we're going to, we're going to make it happen, whether it was through me or through you. Mm -hmm. That was awesome because like I was telling you guys, you know, yesterday, I do practice that every time I meditate. That's the only time that I allow them to communicate with me is through meditation or through dreams, because that's when I feel like I can, you know, I guess interpret or absorb the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like receive the message, I should say. That's where I can better receive it. So I am a little bit clear audience because even when I'm falling asleep I can hear voices and I'm kind of, I'm used to kind of like singling out certain phrases or certain words mm-hmm. so I think that that helped me out a lot and it just made it easier having that I guess experience with meditation more, more direct maybe mm-hmm. more like faster you know possibly I feel like I was able to just pick out what they wanted me to like I have no judgment like I don't let it um worry me or I don't let it interfere the fact that if it doesn't make sense you know like I don't try to make sense of it I just whatever Mm -hmm. words they want me to you know speak I will speak like it's not up to me to uh to interpret so I'm just I'm just the messenger I'm just that's exactly the goal as the person with the headphones and the blindfolds is just to interpret what they can and speak it out and then on the other receiving end end uh with the questions is it doesn't all make sense when you you collaborate together, talk about what just happened, the debrief. So, right, right. And so I was going to ask you guys because you know I did feel a little bit of fear, but I had to retrain my brain. So how mm-hmm. do you guys handle that whenever you guys are on like are on an investigation and you start to feel that fear kind of creep in? How do you guys handle that? Well, the weird, the weird thing for me, I know you said you creep, you got creeped out when they said your name. So the weirder thing for me is I'm Frankie. Everyone knows me as Frankie. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a childhood nickname that nobody knows. It it Mm -hmm. stays there. Mm -hmm. So when I hear spirit in a spirit box or on the headphones, say my childhood nickname, Mm -hmm. that's what um, will kind of make my bones chill a little bit. (laughs) But then I realized too, um, 
you know, I have a lot of guardian angels. I have spirit guides. I speak to the ascended masters. I, you know, I have, even if I try to not always act like I have that tie, I know it's there and I know it exists. And I know that when spirit knows that you're aware of them, um, they're going to reach out to you in a way that maybe they really want you to understand. So words and saying phrases to answer our questions maybe aren't that huge of a deal, but when they can dive deep into something that no one knows and say it, mm-hmm. um, then I, well, like I said, at first I get creeped out and then I'm like, okay, but I have people on my side. So I know mm-hmm. I'm cool and I just breathe. Right. Yeah. And then, and then it flips and then I, I have to just also realize to keep the control. So if I'm mm-hmm. uncomfortable, I can end it at any time. If I'm done, I'm done. That's it. And I say goodbye and thank you for your time. Yep. And if I want to keep going, then I just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be, I guess, assertive mm-hmm. in a way. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just like you would in life with any uh, person, you have to set boundaries yeah. and, you know, you have to say what it is that you want, what it is that you don't want, you know? So it's the same thing with spirit. yeah go ahead sorry oh I think for me like um what Frankie just said it kind of resonated like in real life for me it's proximity like when I can feel someone that close to me or like right next to me like almost on me (laughs) that's when I have my anxiety peaks up you're like bro you're in my bubble right yeah yeah if you're a person with like you know breathing in your face while they're talking that would still you know have the same reaction to me so again Mm -hmm. it's like it's like that whole like breathing, like when it happens, there's something there, let me breathe. And then I maybe even ask like, Hey, can you just like back up? I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I have yes. to say that Tish is a badass though, because we've had so many experiences where, um, like I, when I feel something, I'm like, there's something there. Like I can feel something yeah. standing there and it hits her different. She feels it like in her whole body and everything. And she'll, there's something right next to me. And I think that she's going to tap out and she doesn't, she doesn't ever tap out. She talks her way through it and she'll like, you know, you can hear her, what she's saying. It's like, she's talking to herself. So she says it for everyone to hear and she'll just say, okay, Hey, you know, you're here. I'm here. I mean, you no harm. You're in my space this is kind of making me uncomfortable, you know, or whatever it is. And she just blasts right through it. So yeah, it's like my whole, <laughs> my whole yeah, body, like they get chills and everything and it's just there. And then yeah. Once I say and once I breathe and then I can just feel it just like dissipating or moving on because like maybe it was there to scare me or it just made me like, hey, I'm here. Can yeah. you give me a hug or something? I don't know right. what it is, but yeah, like and she'll just keep going. And afterwards she'll be like, that no, was heavy. I, yeah, you know? I could totally relate because I did end up feeling like something brushed upon. I mean, I got the goosebumps mm-hmm. on my legs, but in in a certain spot, I ended up feeling like someone brushed my hand. Mm-hmm. Like someone touched me. Mm-hmm. And so I get where you're, you know, what you're, where you're coming from and how you're feeling. But for me, I think it was more like, okay, this is cool. Like they're actually interacting with me. Mm-hmm. But when it starts to get like too personal, like when you start telling me or directing or singling me out, that's when I'm like, okay, this is yeah. directly towards me. Like, I think that's what got, got to me. But again, like you guys said, I just have to remind myself I am protected. Yes. And mm-hmm. exactly. I can be assertive. So when I want it to stop, it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. So- when, when we go into a space too, that like is, you know, reportedly haunted that people say you know this is the most haunted location or whatever Mm -hmm. I um kind of like beforehand I I think I'm gonna set my boundaries right now and then I can let more in as I want so for instance when we um ghost hunted at the Preston Castle um recently I was like this place is really haunted this place is really active I don't know if the spirits are positive or negative so I started off with like no one is allowed to touch me 
Okay. You can, mm-hmm. you can come near me. You can talk to me if you have to breathe in my ear. Cool. But like, you are not allowed to lay your hands on me. Right. Um, Boundaries. And yeah. And then situations like that, I don't, I'm not touched. But when we went into the antique store, I was like, there's going to be so much in here. And I just, I really wasn't scared. So mm-hmm. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't say don't touch me. And then I got touched several times and it wasn't freaky. That's you know, cool. I, yeah. So yeah. I guess it just depends. depends on the, yeah, exactly. It depends on the, on the place and the energy that you're feeling at the moment. But you know, guys, we're running out of time. So lastly, before we go, um, what would be your advice for anyone who wants to start uh, doing these paranormal investigations? Don't just go out and do it. Yeah. Do your research. (laughs) Do your research and learn how to protect yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. That would definitely be my advice. Do your research, you know, completely immerse yourself in in the topic and the place that you're going to, I mean, be investigating if you want to, because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that could interfere with your investigations as well. Um, but definitely do your research, prepare yourself protection and always say goodbye. Yeah. Yes, you are not. Thank you. To follow me. <laughs> yep. Thank you for your time. Thank you for, um, you know, communicating with us and we're leaving, but you got to stay here. Yeah, and on our our website, we have some like little tips and some kind of things on it. Uh, Equipment for anyone who's curious about the stuff who wants to get started on that. And mantras and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, Which brings me back to, that's a perfect segue because I was just about to ask you guys, where can the audience find you guys? So we are on TikTok, Facebook, uh, Instagram is our most active. We have YouTube. And then you can also um, find us on, if you want to listen, Spotify, Apple, everywhere you can find podcasts. But you can um, go to our website, which is you didn't ask 13.com. And anything that you're curious about, you'll be able to find on there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for the experience. It was definitely wonderful and unforgettable. Thank and you. We'll yeah. have to do this again. Yes, we were so happy to have you. I mean, I cannot thank you enough. Yeah. It was it was like a fangirl moment yeah. for us. So <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you so you. much. I'll You're see welcome. you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye. And there they go. Now you see them, now you don't. <laughs> But guys, if you haven't listened to their podcast, make sure you do. I'll be posting their links on the podcast episode. You know, just in case you didn't jot that down fast enough. Well, I truly hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. And as I said before, for the next two weeks, there won't be any new episodes. I know it pains me. It really, really does. But I suppose if you're not, you know, all caught up on listening to every episode, then this could be a great time to do so. I will be back before you know it. But just in case you guys have any questions or if there are any comments or if there's any feedback that you guys would like to share, I will still be available and you can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com or follow me and friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb and or on TikTok, same handle, lauralavender.mb. And I will try to get to your guys' messages as soon as possible. Also, don't forget to check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. Oh, and lastly, before I forget, shout outs, of course, shout outs. A big shout out to Mireya, who reached out to me and left me a really, really nice message. Thank you so much for that, Mireya. I appreciated it. And a shout out to Anthony, who recently emailed me. Hi, Anthony. Thank you so much for that. A shout out to xgbjk who left me a nice review on apple podcast 
I appreciate it because that helps out the podcast immensely. And lastly, a shout out to Moni, who is a new listener. I sincerely hope that this podcast helps you out on your spiritual journey. And thank you so much, everyone else, for supporting the podcast by listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.